Welcome into Tuesday on the Fun Astrology Podcast. It's September 29th. Thomas Miller with you, and we've got a lot to talk about, so let's make no haste here. We had a big major change take place in the sky while you were asleep, if you're in the northern hemisphere in the U.S. at least, or while you were beginning your day, basically, if you were in Europe. But Saturn turned direct at 12.44 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, I'd like to set that aside and come back to it, and let's talk about the rest of what's going on today, and then we'll come back because Saturn, by comparison, is <laughs> is a 5,000-pound gorilla, and we're talking about those little um, – I forget what they were. My daughter loved them, those little tie bear baby things. You know, those little, (laughs) you got a 5,000-pound gorilla, that's Saturn turning direct, and you've got a little toy that you're playing with that is the rest of it. But here it is. At 4.43 this afternoon, the sun opposes Chiron, and then Mars squares Saturn. Let me repeat that. Saturn turns direct today, and then Mars squares Saturn at 6.02 p.m. Now, let's put all of this together. And one of the favorite comments that I get by email from you guys, I love them all, but one that really resonates and I appreciate is when people say uh, that they listen to other astrology podcasts that are negative, and they come over here and don't get that negativity. And I'm really appreciative of that Because if we go back to the fundamental concept, core thing about astrology, that if you're going, whether you're a novice or whether you've been doing this for a long time, don't ever forget, Steve Forrest says it really, really well. The coin has two sides. Astrology is built on polarity and duality. In fact, one of the biggest ahas I had after studying this for a while was when I realized that if you get in the mode while you're when you're studying astrology, one of the tricks or one of the hidden gems is that when you run out of soap looking at it the way it is, like your sun sign, let's say your sun is in Libra. <laughs> uh, if you don't get the answers you need in Libra, look over in Aries because that's the opposite sign and chances are some of the keys and the solutions to what is missing in your life or is not screwing together just right are probably on the opposite side of the chart. So, and then I love another Steve Forrest here. If you get an astrology reading and it's just all dark and gloom, you know, he was saying, don't pay that astrologer and that astrologer shouldn't be charging. And that's exactly right because that's not the face of astrology. That's not the essence of how the universe works even. All right, so I'm going to get off my soapbox, I think, point made, because we have a lot to cover still. Saturn turning direct, and then immediately on the same day being squared by Mars is something that we could paint a negative astrological picture. And that the sun is opposite Chiron could also throw another quote-unquote negative monkey wrench into the gear. Now, let's honor where all this came from, because basically this whole concept of positive and negative planets or malefic and benefic planets comes from our ancient roots in astrology. So all the way back to the Hellenistic period, 500 to 700 years before Christ, developed and perfected and still followed into the Middle Ages. And they basically observed 
that when Saturn and Mars came around, there were challenges. And they observed that when Jupiter and Venus came around, usually good things happened. They took that observation a step further and they observed that for people born during the daytime, or in other words, the sun is above the ascendant in their chart, that Mars tended to have the greater malefic effect, if you will, for daytime chart people. If you were born at night, in other words, the sun was below the descendant in your chart, then Saturn has the greater influence. And then conversely, for daytime people, Jupiter is the more radiant planet of the benefics. And for nighttime people, it's Venus. If you'd like to do some more reading on that, you can look up the term uh, astrological sect. There are some good articles online on that. Look for the one by Robert Hand. He's done some really good work with that. I would imagine there are some from Chris Brennan and the Astrology Podcast as well. Now, as we've evolved... Steve Forrest comes along, for example, in modern astrology and realizes that the chart can be exclusively read as the journey of our soul. So in that case, you don't have malefics and benefics. You have energies working together. And as he says, then life brings us synchronicities and we take steps in certain directions that if we know our chart, we can parallel the path of our chart, and we are, in essence, fulfilling our chart, or we're fulfilling our soul's purpose. So the chart then becomes a map. Well, there's no malefic and benefic uh, analysis in there. Now, can Saturn cause difficulty? Yes. Can Mars? Yes. Can Jupiter? Yes. <laughs> so we have to take this in that context. Now, hopefully those of you who have been around a while have listened to the Saturn-Pluto material and you've listened to the um, 2020 to 2024 video so you know where these aspects are. You've seen them on the chart. So what I think is happening today is a reactivation almost. When Pluto goes direct in about two weeks, we will be complete. But I think with that square between Saturn and Mars tonight is super significant. Now, I think what that does is it kind of sets back in motion what was taking place earlier this year. Not necessarily COVID, but the big picture of what COVID was fitting into. COVID was a piece of the puzzle. It wasn't the puzzle. And I think the puzzle resumes starting today. And we don't know what the puzzle is. You know, when you do a jigsaw... Hopefully you have the, the lid to the box and you know where you're going. But here we don't. This is a jigsaw puzzle without a picture. A few pieces got put into position. We saw what those were. We could tell kind of what this was starting to look like. But, and then we had a pause. We had a popcorn break. <laughs> it's like, okay, party, you know, let's move the party into the other room. We'll come back to this later. Well, now we're coming back. We're going to finish the puzzle. And, you know, let's, let's flip both sides of the coin, because if we look back at Saturn and Pluto, in order to get to, and I like the Renaissance as the best example, in order to get to the Renaissance, we had to go through the bubonic plague, and we had to go through the Great Wars in the early 1300s. We had to go through a massive uh, solar minimum and a famine resulting from that temperature change. So all of those things happen. You can look all that up. Look up the history of the 1300s. That's the bridge of really the last big time this happened. 
So I think maybe the picture extends now into some other areas, and it might be geopolitical. We might see more conflict on the streets in various places around the world. We could see financial stuff starting to fit in together with this. So like I said, whatever the puzzle is, I think we're back in the den at the card table, and we're going to start putting pieces of the puzzle back together. But the thing to hold on to, whatever happens, is that whenever Saturn and Pluto have conjuncted in Capricorn, which again was 1518 and then 1284, those are the last two, history gets really scrambled before 1284, so it's really hard to go back before that. But every time there was good, there was ultimate good, far better than before in the end. Infinitely better, in fact. Just can't promise that there won't be some dark tunnels between here and there, because that's in the history, too. And there are both sides of the coin equally distributed. So see, we covered what could be a negative, and we covered it, I think, by looking and shining the spotlight around both sides of it, and we come out, in the end, with a huge positive. And that's where we're ultimately headed. Are you on for the ride? <laughs> I think we all are together. Sorry this went a little long, but boy, was this one a big one. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye-bye.